Buenos dias, buenos noches, and buenos tardes. And welcome back to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And my name is Marie Murataya. And this episode is brought to you by the wonderful, fantastic, and fabulous folks at Bean Chata. When horchata just won't do. Bean Chata is the drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. We're going to take a quick break from cereal chicken and talk about the wonderfulness that is the French toast lifestyle. <laughs> Are you feeling listless and glued to your couch? Oh. Well, get with the French toast lifestyle. Don't be a slouch. Absolutely. Wow. Amen. Amen. Shout out to our new sponsor, French Toast Lifestyle. Actually, they've been sponsoring silently for a while. Really hooking it up. Mm-hmm. And now here they are, fully forward, front of your face. All very French and fabulous. Anyhow, today we're going to be talking about probably a variety of things, but I know one thing we want to discuss a little bit is something that I've touched on slightly before. Yes. So to jump right into it, Mark's been <clears throat> reading. I have been reading. And the thing I've been reading is an ebook by a guy named Gerald Peters. And if you're interested in finance and stock trading and probably most of all for him, real estate, then you should check him out at Full Auto 11 on Instagram. He's cool. He's a dude from Texas. Pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. And he's given away a lot of really good information and just really, it's a good... I'll say the phrase paradigm shift when you start to look at him and uh, understand what he's talking about as far as buying houses and buying assets. And it's very much in the vein of the rich dad, poor dad stuff. But his ebook is called You Don't Have to Die Broke, How How Ordinary People Can Become Extraordinarily Wealthy. And I picked it up last week or so, and it's cool because all you got to do is uh, fill out the link and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you get the book. So some people are like, well, that's not free because he's getting your information. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll trade my email for it. It's fine. It's a fair trade to me. Yeah. And this book was just full of a lot of good stuff. It made me think about more about uh, retirement than other books have made me think about. Um, he wants you to calculate your LBR, which is your lifestyle burn rate. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So he's like, there are a few things you, a few numbers you need to get nailed down. And that to him is one of your first and foremost important ones. Mm -hmm. And he is very much also about not cutting off all the luxuries of life, but he has it in the same rich dad, poor dad, poor dad fashion where it's like, if you're going to buy some extra stuff, it better be paid for by your assets. Yeah. But, um, He's talking about, like I said, the lifestyle burn rate. So you calculate everything that you would want to be able to afford or that you currently do afford within a year. So whether it's your groceries or a vacation or, you know, Christmas presents or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you figure all that out. And then basically he's he very much just encourages people. He's like, just work more. Like if you're not making enough to also support a savings account. And he breaks it down into like, I think what he calls three buckets. And one is your, your day to day, like your lifestyle burn rate. And then another one is your savings, um, which is stuff that goes also into investments and whatnot. And then the third one is like your DOA, like do over again. So if you 
if all else failed, if you got fired from your job and everything was gone, having enough money to be able to start completely from scratch or to okay. live for like a year. All right. Just saved up. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. Um, luckily for me, I don't really have debt aside from, you know, what I put on my credit card monthly. Right. And I just pay that bad boy off all the time. Right. But he talks about the first step is just like, get rid of your debt. Oh, I know it. Yeah, man. And I have, I've got the, the college student debt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do pay. I think I... And I could... I know, sorry with the dead air, but what? I could sign up for a program that if I work for like 10 years in the schools, then mm-hmm. it'll all be forgiven. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm going to be in the schools for the next 10 years. Well, what's the penalty if you don't do it? I don't know. That's a really good question. And does it, uh, is it retroactive? Like, does it, will it count the past two years? That's a good question. Yeah, that's... I'm going to have to figure that out. Um, mm-hmm. But... Right now, I'm just trying to pay them off as much as I can anyways. Yeah. So, like, I pay the highest amounts, which it always gets kind of freaky when it's time to pay the bill because sure. I'm like, I get paid, I get my paycheck, and then I, I have to pay that bill. Yeah. Um, but then I'm like, yeah, but this isn't going to be forever. Right, right. So, I, because I, I put a pretty good dent in it at nice. this point. So Nice. You know, it's, but it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, that's obviously it. A big priority for me yeah. is to get rid of that. So everything I do, like, you know how we talked about those questions, decision-making questions? Sure. Like, when it comes to, let's say, like, if I want if I want or even need, have a need for something to purchase, mm-hmm. that's kind of, I'm like, well, I still have student loans. Sure. So, like, financially, you know, is it something that, like, would I rather put this money basically toward my student loans mm-hmm. and get rid of the debt? Um, yeah. So that's kind of where, how I try to think about it. And it's interesting because I, when I, when I finally paid mine off, I was, uh, well, one, uh, elated. I was like, oh my God, it's were. gone. It's gone. It felt so good. <laughs> um, and I was also annoyed to give away that chunk of money at the oh, time. Yeah. But, um, what he talks about in this, in this book and was the same thing I was trying to figure out at the time that I did it was like, basically, what are your interest rates? Like, is your interest rate higher than what it would be earning if you had it in proper investments? Right. And if not, then you need to be putting a certain amount of money into the investments because Uh at the end of the day, it's like that is actually making you more money than the interest charge on your student loans is sucking away from you. Yeah, Okay. You see what I'm saying? Sort of. I got a little confused. Well, so if if you have $100 in student loans and it's charging you, you know, 1%, mm-hmm. so you don't pay it off and at the end of the month, now you have $101 in debt. Sure. And if you have $100 in an investment account and you're making 5% on it, at the end of the month, you have $105. So the difference between those. So it's like, where is your money better allocated? So, is it yeah? Is it better to keep you from losing $1 or is it better to make you $5? Well, it's better to make you $5 because you can use that $5 that you made to pay off the other stuff too. Yeah, no, I do get that. And the, it kind of goes along with the rich dad, poor dad thing when he says you pay yourself first. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. Yeah, so, and I 
I am all about that, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just a math. It's a, it's just a math it, problem. Yeah. You just have to, you have to sit down and, and do all the, the uh, auditing of your own finances and <laughs> figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Sounds, <laughs> I know it sounds, it sounds fun. It sounds uh, like a great Saturday for me. Yeah, but that's exactly the reason why so many people struggle is because they're like, oh, that sounds shitty. I'm just not going to do that. I know. You're like, okay, well, then you get what you get. It's true. Yeah. I don't know, man. So it was a, it's a good and inspiring book. Um, and then he talks about the whole real estate thing quite a bit. And it made me realize how much cheaper things are in other places I know. in other parts of the country. I was like, what? What do you mean you buy a house for $24,000? Well, yeah. About? I was just having this conversation with um, two of my good friends the other day. Uh, both. One just actually retired. She's a retired speech therapist. Yeah. And then the other is my age and we work together. Um, and she's about to get married and her and her fiance are talking about moving to various places in the country. Well, not various places, but they're considering moving out of California eventually. Yeah. Because the cost of living is a lot lower there, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, and it, we were we were just all talking about it. And it's kind of like everybody that lives in California pays for the weather, essentially, is what we yeah. were talking about. And it's exactly. so beautiful and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like maybe because growing up here, it would make it really hard for me to move to Texas and have these really hot, like hot, humid summers all mm-hmm. summer long. Or, yeah. you know, I remember going to Ohio where some of my family is um, when I was like, I don't know, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And like our, my mom's cousin, he's a very brilliant man and very smart with his money. And he built um, essentially like the family mansion, mm-hmm. not, I mean, mansion, but a big, nice big house that yeah. he was able to build. Was square footage? I don't know the square footage. Estimate. But it's beautiful. Estimate. 5,000? No, probably not. 15,000? <laughs> This is like a 15,000 square foot mansion that Yes, yes, in? yes. There we go. Oh my gosh, that's no. amazing. Um, but anyways, the point is, is like, that, but I remember that summer being so hot and humid and all we want to do is stay in this beautiful house, Yeah. you know, but then when we're at home, we're always outside or whatever. It's, you pay for the weather in California, but I- You sure do. You know, I, I'd have a hard time, I guess, wanting to move out for real estate reasons. Yeah. But um, I can also see the benefit. Oh, of course. I mean, even if, even if you just did it for like <clears throat> a year or whatever. Yeah. If, especially if you're making like the same amount of money, you know, say you're. Well. What? That I'm making right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's the thing. The right. salary would be lower. Well, of course, yeah. So if I yeah if I was if they were like go to go to Texas but you'll still make the money you're making in California yeah, forget heck about it yeah. I'll buy four houses I'll let's just, go I'll get my own plane too so I can fly back whenever I want oh wow that seems like a little extravagant <laughs> I don't know if that exactly uh, is going to be in your best interest but maybe who knows it could be it could be who knows a lot of private flights happening no it's cool it's cool man it's crazy how uh, how we don't even realize it growing up here you're exactly like, like oh no that's just like what things cost and you hear it and you're like mm, 500 grand for like a little little house that's sounds like a lot but 
uh, that's just how houses are, right? They're just expensive. Mm-hmm. And then you see those other houses and you're like, what? What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? So, yeah. I don't know, man. There's a, there's a lot of different ways to live. And the thing about the uh, internet is that it's so beautifully decentralized in the sense yeah. that it's like, oh, you want to have a podcast? Well, you don't have to live in New York or LA. No. Because uh, it's not a radio show. It's just you can get it from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's that's pretty cool, and I've always found that intriguing. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd rather live in a a mansion, you know, in the swamps of Florida. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I was just gonna bring up. Yeah. Or like the middle of nowhere. Like I see these people that like um, have these beautiful homes, or you hear about them where they have these beautiful homes. So they live in like the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that. I don't know. I don't. I, I could do it. Could I don't you? go outside that much. No, you don't. No. I do though. Yeah, and by outside I mean like to businesses and whatnot. But to Ralph's. Yeah, I go to Ralph's. I, um, I frequent Ralph's. Oh, I couldn't be far from a grocery store. That'd be it. That's what I'm saying. But what if you lived? What if you lived and it was like 30 minutes away to the nearest grocery store? Ah, that'd be annoying. That's like Iowa. You'd be big stocking up every time or you Idaho. went. Or Idaho. There's like the farms. And probably, probably both of them. They're beautiful homes. Oh, yeah. And, but I just like, everything's like in a 30 mile radius or 30 minute radius. You know what a beautiful home? Those people in uh, Making a Murderer. They're just out there in the middle of nowhere, <sighs> living with a junkyard in their backyard. Literally just surrounded by trash and tr- living in trailers. Oh my gosh. Not to call them trailer trash, but they were surrounded by trash and living in trailers. So yeah, that's that seems awesome. Does it? No, it sounds absolutely horrific. I mean, they own their own business, I guess. Yeah, very entrepreneurial. That's amazing that that's a business. Like anything is a business. It really, I mean, it really is. Everyone, bring me your junk. I mean, owning a dump is a business. Go, yes. I have this land. Go ahead and fill it with trash. Perfect. Now I own a dump. Now incorporated. I own a dump. Exactly. We'll be incorporating <gasps> oh, man. this. Fifty years from now, we'll be building schools on top of it you think hell yeah why not <laughs> people will be building on top of no, dumps i know asap i know i hear you be sending trash just straight into space oh gosh That's space trash space trash do, 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 do. space trash space trash this do, episode do, do, do. also brought to you by space, space trash, trash. <laughs> when your trash is too much and it's in your face send that trash out to outer space space trash Fully endorsed by politicians everywhere. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, anyhow, fully recommend that book. Um, parts of it are a little boring, and he even admits it. He's like, all right, he's like, this isn't this this isn't exciting information, but this is just like you should do this information because I promise you'll your finances will be better for yeah. it. And um and that, that's very much what I like about him. It's like kind of that Gary Vee mentality, but a little less flashy. It's just kind of like, hey, just do the work, stop being dumb, and uh, ba-bang. <laughs> it'll, it'll work for you. Just, yeah. Just be patient. Oh, for sure. Anyhow, you're fading fast over there. I am very tired. I can I'm sorry. See, I can see you falling asleep at the wheel. I Yes. It's uh, week, officially week two. Okay. Back for the school year and everything. Um, and I apologize. Today was the first day I pulled students for speech therapy. So I'm just oh. like, 
Mm. And I'm still, I'm trying to do this thing where I wake up at 4.45 every morning and yeah. spend the first hour of my day doing me. Um, what does that mean? I wake up and I do my morning journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I spend some time on Instagram because I'm still working on building that following. Sure. And so I'll spend like maybe 15 minutes like connecting and posting um, and getting that kind of going for the day. And then, because believe it or not, if you are interested in growing your following on Instagram, you need to be connecting throughout the day. Whoa. Um, That's, I mean, and I'm not saying like be on your phone all day because there's no way I can do that, but you have to be spending some time to engage on there with people. If you could do it, would you want to do it? All day? Yeah. No. I didn't think so. No. Remember when we were in La Jolla, it was hard to sometimes stay on my phone. Yeah. Um, and then I like, I want to put it away. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see blue light. Um, blue light. I've been wearing my blue light blockers a lot though. Oh, so the that's good. That, that helps so much. I noticed on days, side note, but on days when I don't wear that or like, yeah, typically if I've not worn them throughout the day when I'm on my phone the yeah. next morning, my eyes just are miserable. Really? Do they yeah. get like, do they feel like goopy? Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's why my eyes feel goopy sometimes. Well, sometimes it's just allergies, though, Mark. But sometimes mm. it's... I don't have those. Not even goopy. It's more like they're kind of like that stingy feeling. They mm. might be a little runny. But um, even oh, just like the color around my eyes because it, they were like straining. I don't know. But anyways, like my, I'll have like darker circles and stuff as if I didn't get enough sleep. Um. But anyways... Um, and then, yeah, I'll typically, like this morning, I worked a little bit on my blog. I'm trying so hard to get the next blog post out, but yeah. it's it's one of those things where I'm really, it's really looking good. And uh-huh. then as I as it looks good, I'm like, oh, I need to add this in yeah. or like I need a new page on my website in order to link it here and like all these different things. So I spent like 10 minutes working on it this morning and looked and was like, I literally did nothing because I was trying to oh, kind nice. of figure. I mean, I did. I learned how to do something, but I, I didn't add anything to the actual post itself. Well, you got to, you know, embrace your learning. I know embrace you really do. But you I gotta... keep I keep telling people I'm getting it out. I'm getting it out. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, like. I keep saying it's coming. Don't worry. It is. It's almost there. That's just part of the, that's part of the process, especially with being like a, you know, a one man, two man, three man show. Yeah. There's so many things you have to learn because you start to do them and you're like, oh damn, like this is coming along. This is really good. And then you get to a certain point and like, oh wait, there's something else I really need to know Yes. because at this point I'm not, it doesn't quite look professional or it doesn't quite sound professional or it doesn't feel like it's quite there yet. And then you go into the rabbit hole of I know. online learning and it's like, it's amazing. Oh, I know. It's it is. absolutely amazing. But oh, we're so fortunate in this day and age. Everything's a Google away. Yeah. And there's, there's so much to be learned. It's mm-hmm. cool. But, um, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I'm so yeah, indeed. But I'm so yeah. But I am like trying to embrace that whole Gary V thing too. Which is? And not worry so much about it being exactly perfect. Oh, I agree. The, the Okay, I'll just be, I'll just say it because it'll be out by the time this episode airs. I am trying to find a way to link a page where people can download some stock photos yeah. that I've taken. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. I'm, I've have... The blog post is about two thirds of the way actually like finished. It's mainly pictures of our San Diego trip. Mm-hmm. And 
then I was like, oh, well, the stock photos they have of it, like ready to go that are edited and they're on the right, they're like the right size and everything. They are, they should be there because they're all from San Diego. So now it was kind of like the whole process of like learning how to link a stock, a page where you can just download yeah, those. Yeah. So I'm yeah. figuring it out. I'm working out those kinks. But other than that, I really want to have that out by Friday at this point. That's my goal. Nice. It was by today and that didn't happen. And I'm still, I'm still learning this, how I'm going to balance all the things I want to do while I'm back at work. Yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying getting up early. Like I'm already like, Hey, we got to finish this cause I want to get home and go to bed so I can get up early again tomorrow. Yeah, no, I get you. But, um, I'm, I'm having to find like time to tell myself it's okay if I don't get everything done in the morning that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, right now, it's hard for me to go home after work and work on things because I am really tired. Yeah. So I, I'm working it out. Yeah. And I'm trying to be easy on myself, but. Yeah, that's that's what you have to do. And it's like, what what are you trying to be hard on yourself about? Just not getting as much done as you want to yeah, get done? Yeah, I think. Yeah, well. It's, I'm, trans, I'm in that phase where I'm transitioning where summertime, I was on my own schedule, I was getting so much done. I yeah. basically got everything done in the day that I'd wanted to and, yeah. you know, set out for myself. And even if I didn't get it all done in that day, I knew like, well, I have the whole week left or whatever. And now I'm obviously want to be present at work and not be, you know, I can't bring out all those extra things back into my school environment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to be present for all those things. So yeah. it's finding that, that balance that, you know, and, and it's kind of fun to learn it about. Like if I remind myself, like you're learning about yourself right now and how you can handle all these things. Then when I think about it that way, it's a lot more fun. I mean, that's the, you're, you're doing the hustle right now. That's yeah. like, that's hustle 101, man, is, is you got, you got to have your job that pays for what you want it to pay for. And then yeah. you've got your other thing that you're like, damn, like I'm going to make this thing happen. Yeah. And you're just, you're just working on it and you're just exactly. giving it those hours, you know, from whatever you're doing, right? You're waking up early and you're making it happen and, and it probably feels good every day to be like, all right, I made some progress on this thing. Oh yeah. And then you go to work and you're like, boom helped out these kids <laughs> oh yeah and they paid me let's go oh, yeah that's true you know and mm-hmm. then uh so good just you just gotta stick in the cycle man and uh have your plan for the for the future or whatever but don't right. but don't get too caught up in it because you gotta just it's a, it's a one day at a time kind of thing absolutely yeah yeah you know you're totally right wow thanks <laughs> well on that note <laughs> on the you're totally right note correct mark? Oh. correct this has been a great talk. Oh, yes. It's been a great talk. And uh, thank you for letting me be a little tired, Mark. Oh, hey, you know, I don't know what else I could possibly <laughs> do about it other than uh, pump you full of uh, caffeine. Ooh, no, no, thank you. Lord knows you need some. Anyhow, <laughs> now you need sleep. It's been a great talk, good talk, fantastic mm-hmm. talk. And this great talk, good talk has also been brought to you by the fabulous folks at Bean Chatter. When horchata just won't do. Pinchata is the drink for you. And cereal chicken. That's right, folks. Don't let it be sidelined for too long. Cereal chicken is never in the wrong. Cereal chicken. Okay, bye.